From the News Talk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan, and this is your midday News Fix for Friday, the 4th of March. In this update, Swainui Amata Marae has stopped an attempted occupation by protesters moved on from Parliament. The Marae is the first Marae based vaccination centre in the Wellington region. Tina Olsen Ratana says up to 40 vehicles attempted to enter the Marae despite being told they weren't welcome. She says the community successfully moved them all on, but copped lots of abuse in the process. A lot of swearing at us. We even had a woman pushed yesterday, you know, uh, when she got hold of another one to move on. The protesters are understood to have spent the night at Remutaka Forest Park and at a temple. The police minister says the force required to remove protesters outside Parliament was proportionate. Officers faced hostility and violence on Wednesday as they stepped in to end the 23-day occupation. Poto Williams says their hand was forced as a peaceful resolution had been pushed off the table. The people that we were dealing with on the forecourt of, of Parliament were threatening, they were intimidating, they were destroying public property, they were behaving absolutely disgracefully um, and the police acted accordingly. Calls for more support for businesses as Omicron impacts staffing and revenue. Buy New Zealand Made is particularly concerned for tourism, hospitality and retail businesses. Executive Director Dane Ambler says they're being impacted by reduced foot traffic and the government and councils need to incentivise people to get into the CBDs. I don't know exactly what that would look like, but free parking, free public transport is a good start to get people into the cities. The worst could be yet to come from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Emmanuel Macron has spoken with Vladimir Putin and says there was nothing reassuring from him. The French president says he was left with the impression his Russian counterpart is intent on taking all of Ukraine. But there's stiff resistance. A 65-kilometre-long convoy made up of an estimated 15,000 Russian soldiers has stalled near the capital of Kiev. US correspondent Richard Arnold says arms support continues to fly. The Dutch are sending rocket launchers for air defence, the Estonians javelin anti-tank missiles, the Poles and Latvians stinger surface-to-air missiles, the Czechs are sending machine guns and ammunition. And the West continues to hit Russia hard with sanctions. Governments, international sporting bodies and private companies have all imposed economic restrictions in response to the invasion of Ukraine. Russia's currency, the ruble, has crashed and its stock exchange is expected to fall off a cliff when it reopens. JMI Wealth Director Andrew Kelleher says every little bit may help. He says even minor sanctions, like the inability to watch the new Batman film, will build popular support against Russian President Vladimir Putin. Nearly 50% of New Zealanders say they're worried about the country's economy. The latest Financial Services Council Resilience Index surveyed 2,000 Kiwis in January this year. Two in five respondents say they would be unable to access $5,000 if something unexpected were to happen. To sport, New World squash number one Paul Cole will get a chance to play on home court this year at a World Tour silver event at Tauranga in November. 14-year-old Louis Sharp's Formula One dream is one step closer after securing a drive at Carlin for the British Formula Four Championship. And Novak Djokovic's hopes of playing at the French Tennis Open without COVID jabs have been boosted by the news that France is suspending vaccination passes on March 14. I'm Malcolm Jordan and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB Newsroom. For more news, listen to news.